James Van Proyen got into entrepreneurship and podcasting when he retired from the Air Force and never looked back. Coming up next, I'm a veteran on the move. Welcome to Veteran on the Move. If you're a veteran in transition, an entrepreneur wannabe, or someone still stuck in that J-O-B trying to escape, this podcast is dedicated to your success. And now, your host, Joe Crane. You need a website address that will make your veteran-owned business stand out. A .us domain is easy to remember and connects your cause, business, or idea with the country you've served. Reserve your .us domain name and website builder for just $1 for a whole year at launchwith.us. All right, we're talking with James Van Proyen from the Veteran Business Show, which is a podcast that you host and also your co-founder of the Military Podcast Network. And I do want to add, James is a city leader for Bunker Labs in San Francisco. Uh, We've been talking quite a bit about Bunker Labs in the last couple of months as I'm a new city leader for Bunker Labs here in Kansas City. So James, welcome to the show. Take us back and tell us what you did in the Air Force. How you doing, Joe? Uh, First of all, I want to say thank you for having me as a guest on your show. We talked recently about, um, you know, I don't think either one of us, or I definitely, I haven't really gone on a whole lot of podcasts, uh, even though I probably should. So uh, it's an honor to be here and, and appreciate getting the chance to talk to your audience. Um, I uh, went into the Air Force. Uh, I did electrical work growing up, so I wanted to do something similar. I thought I would try to go in and do be like an electrician on planes or something like that, but I got, got put in uh, communications, IT, uh, information technology kind of early on. 1995, it was pretty early on of uh, email and some of those things that we that have changed a lot since that early time. But thought I'd go in for four years and get out of the military and go back and be an electrician. And uh, ended up being in a tactical unit um, that was uh, had a, a bunch of, uh, or had a, a radar and, and uh, operators that communicated with aircraft. And our job was kind of to go uh, take our equipment and set up in the middle of nowhere and and uh, be able to talk to pilots and monitor and, and help them with the battlefield. So I um, had a, a 20-year career of doing tactical communications and, um, you know, the computer uh, help desk and computer infrastructure, uh, um, uh, switches, routers, and those kind of things. So. Awesome. <clears throat> Sounds like some high-speed stuff, man. Hey, so um, you actually ended up retiring out of the Air Force. As you started getting close to your retirement, You know what was going your, through your head as far as transition? What were you looking to do? Uh, was, was entrepreneurship a part of that uh, before you got out? Yeah, so um, interestingly enough, growing up, my grandfather uh, was an electrician and uh, had his own business, and uh, they had a hotel in Lake Michigan. Uh, in northern Michigan, and I, I always didn't really understand what entrepreneurship was. I, I remember my grandma always talking about it when I was younger, and the word, you know, we didn't have the internet at that point to Google that, or I never was a big reader, so I didn't go read books about it, but I just knew I wanted to kind of do similar things to what I saw my grandfather doing. Um, he was, you know, start working with him when I was 10 with electrical. Um, so when I went in the military, I thought I would go for four years and, and do the military for a little bit because my older brother went in do four years and go back home and uh, that kind of changed as I got more toward the middle of my 20-year career 
uh, kind of got more involved in, okay, you know, I'm at a point where I'm going to stay in. And even though there were certain people I knew that were doing business type things while they were in, I just, for whatever reason, I never really did anything at that point. I, um, I had some second jobs throughout my career, like I guess I tried real estate a little bit. So I, I was interested in real estate investment, but um, didn't really think of that as a business necessarily at the time. Just something, you know, to have uh, passive income later. And so as I got closer to um, getting out, even though, you know, that's that point is going to come. Uh, and especially the unit I was in my last five years, we were a high, highly deployable unit out of Tampa, Florida. Um, really enjoyed, you know, because kind of like I wanted to do all I could do in the military while I was in and kind of put off thinking about what kind of business or what I would do after that until about 2000, you know, 2014, the year before I got out, I was kind of saying, okay, I know I'm, I'm, I want to stay in Tampa, Florida. I'm interested in business. Uh, and I th and think interestingly enough, what changed for me was the types of businesses I think that I would have wanted to do earlier in my career or before I got in the military I ended up starting to be different. Like I didn't want to I say just be an electrician, but I didn't, I wanted to do something that impacted more people than just maybe a community with their lights or, you know, they could have a nice um, setup, you know, and um, uh, things that an electrician does is, is important, but uh -huh. it, it can only kind of impact a small amount of people. So I wanted to be involved with something that could kind of be bigger. And as I got out, I um, started spending time with a business organization called Tampa Bay Business Owners. Huh. And a guy named Chris Kermitzos founded that to give small business community in Tampa uh, resources and information related to uh, marketing, especially kind of uh, online business and, and online tools for their business. And um, kind of uh, through that community, they started getting into podcasting early 2014. And um, I started volunteering to help in, in his, his organization and with the conference he started called PodFest, uh, which was in Tampa for the first couple of years. So, oh, yeah, I didn't realize that was the same guy. That's yeah, cool. So a lot, of the, a lot of those things that we became involved with at that time as I transitioned have a lot to do as I trace back to um, getting involved with, with Chris and, and learning from him and his community. Wow, and so when when you first got involved with these guys, these these business owners, and they they were sitting around talking about the just the trials, tribulations, and victories of of owning your own business, was that really the first? Because you said when you're watching your grandparents run their business, it was kind of like you just kind of saw what they were doing, but you really didn't know what was going on on the inside and the inner workings necessarily. And then when you were down, and I, I'm asking this because it's kind of I kind of had similar experiences when. When I got around a bunch of business owners and heard them talking about how they how their business had made money or how the failures went down, it was just so more, much more intriguing to me than listening to typical employees talking about what it was like having a job. Yeah, and that's very interesting because for me, as I look back, it, I saw, you know, and even when I worked at some of my first jobs of other than the, the help of my grandfather is... You know, I worked at McDonald's when I was 16, and so I, I knew a couple, and I worked at a couple of different ones, and always enjoyed talking to the owners. Of, we we were at a, a small enough area that 
uh, at least the McDonald's that I were at, the owner would be there, you know, working as kind of a general manager and owner mm-hmm. at the same time. So, you know, I used to think how cool that would be, you know, to be able to interact with, with everyone. And um, I just like the idea of, of doing, you know, where I watched my grandfather kind of work on his own schedule a little bit, always have work and was uh, highly sought after, you know, uh, never had a hard time getting work. And, uh, you know, people that stayed at the hotel were really happy. So I could see, you know, kind of the customer service component of it. Mm-hmm. I didn't ever, to your point, hear a lot about uh, how hard it was to start it. I didn't ask those kind of questions. So I really didn't study business and bu- people who founded companies. I'd never really spent a lot of time at, you know, early age learning that. So definitely to your point, as I was getting out, and, and another thing I wanted to mention, uh, for whatever reason with them in the military space, like I had felt comfortable after 20 years of, you know, kind of understanding the dynamics and, and the rank and, um, all the community, uh, inner communities we have in the military, but I felt coming out, okay, these, this group of business owners I'm a part of they're they're where I want to be. And I kind of almost mentally put them on a, another level in my mind or like a pedestal to where it's like, you know, someday I want to be like these people that I'm around. Yeah. And, uh, so it took a while now as I look back to really like at first, kind of um hope to be like them or like that you know it was like this far off place and they were kind of um people that i didn't really know or think of as my peers or friends uh but quickly you know especially with the podcast things i was doing and and helping out with the podcast conference uh all of a sudden even now i look a lot of those people are now my friends and you know able to do things with so uh, there was a mindset thing that definitely um, I, I didn't really know, you know, because you hear a lot of the pains and struggles and, and that uh, every month at that business organization, they had uh, a speaker, you know, Chris Kremitzos would interview someone there. And so they would talk a lot about, you know, here's how we grew or here's how this thing failed and, you know, really went through a, a hard time for so many years. You know, I mean, the, the, you, I started to hear a lot of those things and and learn over time a lot of from a lot of one-on-one conversations and those stories and the podcasts that I started listening to about business. So I think as I look back now, or as I, I think even now, um, I think business was always something I wanted to have my own, you know, kind of things on my own terms and it would be hard to do and, but worth it. And I think now even more and more, I hear people talk about, it's not really getting to that destination like, okay, I've arrived, but it's constantly, it's that journey of going from an idea or startup or initial launch to um, whatever measurement of success, whether it be you selling it down the road or being able to pass it to your family or other people. Um, it's just that whole entire journey that's, that's, a, that's part of it. You know, that's a big part of enjoying all those steps, even though it's maybe, you know, a, painful process. So. Yeah. Cool. All right. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Veteran on the move is here to help veteran entrepreneurs like you thrive and grow. So trust me when I say choosing the right web address for your business is crucial. It needs to be short, relevant, and easy to remember. How many times have you jumped out of the shower to check your new domain name idea only to find out that it's not available? I have the solution. Choose the .us domain for your business. A .us domain can connect your cause, business, or idea with the country you've served. Plus, .us is distinctive and easy to remember, so your business will stand out. 
A .us web address helps with building brand recall, which can also drive increased site traffic. And best of all, .us has availability, giving you a better chance of getting the exact domain name you want. And you'll be in good company with some of the country's heavy hitters, like zoom.us and mastercard.us. I've arranged a special offer to help you get started. Reserve your .us web address today while there's still availability. Register your .us domain for just $1 for a full year. Plus, you'll get three months of Weebly Website Builder for free. So get your .us domain name now. Let .us serve you. For my special offer, go to launchwith.us. That's launchwith.us. We're back talking with Air Force veteran James Van Proyen. And uh, James, you were getting, you were talking about early on when, when PodFest was getting formed and helping out the conferences and stuff. How did you come to, to uh, end up starting your own podcast and become the host of the Veteran Business Show? Uh, that's a great question, Joe. So for me, as it, it took me a little bit of time as I watched um, Chris, his wife, Katie Cremenzo, started her podcast in the beginning of 2014 uh, called Biz Women Rocks. Uh, she wanted a specific target and niche to female business owners. And um, as I would go to the meetups locally and hear different people with their ideas of starting kind of being a known thing in, in a space. I started to be understand the power of, of this as a platform as you know, you could be almost like your own radio show host or like the people that we knew in the past, or, you know, I understood it kind of from like, if I'm a sports fan, which I am, you know, a huge sports fan. If somebody as I watch on TV or on the radio, that made sense to me because they're kind of already known entity, but for someone to kind of start, in a space that they're they're wanting to, to be doing things in and, and can kind of make an, a name for themselves or become a, a a thing that's where i started to think about okay what what would be something that i care about if i was to do a podcast myself and um as after i look back and doing 20 years in the military i was like you know getting a lot i cared about business and i cared about as i was transitioning and going through taps okay you know, there's there's some programs out there, but I really want to have a, a place where I can talk specifically niche down to people who are in the military that are already doing business or people that are out at and that later and got into business and is successful and really, you know, get a, the word out for resources, for, you know, people's stories. Because I think you, we talked about a little bit earlier, you know, there's a everybody has different a different path how they got to the ideas that they're doing and what's worked what hasn't and so to really get the behind the scenes a little bit or as much as you can get someone to tell you know if someone else is going down that same path like what kind of things have you learned what did you learn in the military that helped you you know it was that was the the formation of like okay i want to host my own podcast and it be about business but specifically niche down to the veteran or military space so that was yeah. where that idea came from. And then I had heard early on some people, uh, there's a guy named Glenn Hebert, they call him Glenn the Geek, that has a horse radio network, had, had done it for a lot of years. And so I heard of this network concept and I thought, what better space in the military to have a podcast network? So that was where that idea started. And a friend of mine, Jeffrey Lodick, that I was working with toward the end of my career was getting out of the army. And, you know, I talked to him about, I was like, you do a podcast he had been a drill sergeant i was like you should do something maybe where you tell stories about that but 
um, there was a, another person that I knew that was um, doing some v, cool things that, uh, for VA benefits. So, so I thought it started thinking, you know, could put two, three shows together and, and form the podcast network. And so Jeffrey Lodick and I, um, and he does a show or he had an idea to do a show called, uh, you know, really key on leadership and people that use the leadership things they got in the military when they got out to, to aid in their next, uh, path. So he does a podcast called on the other side, leadership after transition and him and I, uh, mapped out like, Hey, let's, uh, let's do this thing and launch, launch this podcast networking and, and grow it out. So that's kind of how that, all that started. And, um, you know, I do another podcast as well about a Ragnar relay race. Uh, the race itself doesn't have a podcast. So, um, I have a, a co-host on that one as well that, that we do a podcast kind of different in a different space. So it's just, uh, and, and I, I, I think it's cool. You know, you probably can say, talk about this a little bit, but the, the interactions you get, the the relationships I've got by being a host of a show, and and I still know I know a lot of people well now because of having a podcast. So, yeah, you know, I was <laughs> that was going to be my next question, and I didn't know if you had had the same experience as me because your your veteran business uh, show is your podcast is almost doing the same thing this one's doing. So, I didn't real I didn't know if you would have had the same experience as me, but the the unexpected benefit of ha- being the host of a podcast phenomenal relationships. I had no idea the network that it would build. Yeah. And that's, you know, and it's, and, and I talked to a lot, and I don't know if you do too, but I talked to a lot of people now, um, just had a meeting yesterday with a couple of people that are interested in getting into podcasting. And as I kind of talk about the pros, mostly pros, I mean, you know, I don't think the con, there's a lot of cons. I think it's, you know, especially for people with already have a, an established business that they can kind of put this as more messaging. Mm-hmm. But I, that's the benefit that as I'm talking to people, I'm like, you know, oh, yeah. And there's, you know, because everybody talks about how do you get a sponsor? Or how do you monetize quickly? And I'm like that that added benefit as like just the relationships you get alone is worth it to me. Like mm-hmm. if nothing else happened out of it, just the things, the people and the opportunities the people that get to know and the opportunities that, that have come out of that of working with people um, has directly come from from having a podcast. So it's worth it for me just for that. Yeah, it's similar to the concept of writing a book. You know, most people that have, you know, even most people that have five or 10 books that they've written and they go around and speak or, you know, motivational speakers or they're just going around spreading spreading whatever it is they're doing. And they've got all these books that they're always talking about. Most of them don't make hardly any money off their book, but it, it gives it makes them author an, an authority in their space, and that is where the value is. Yeah, and I also think Joe and, and you kind of alluded to it in your question a second ago, but because uh, I've heard people also say, "Oh, well, somebody else is doing this show, or somebody artist is doing something," and what I remember on, early on as I was watching panels of people and. You know, locally in Tampa, I, I remember a real estate one specifically, a real estate where the people that would maybe be viewed as competitors, you know, listen to each other's shows. We're maybe doing pretty similar shows, but everybody, you know, we all have different experiences we come from, mm-hmm. you know, different ways that we do things and, and thought process. So, you know, everybody's show, you know, there can be 15 shows about kind of the same thing because we all, you know, do a little bit different things and, and, and everything like that. So definitely wanted to mention that too, that, and you know, I've appreciated getting to know you recently. And I know you, I think you've been 
think you started your podcast even before I barely knew what podcasting was. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I think I launched uh, like July 4th weekend of 2014. So a little over five years from the launch. Yeah, congratulations. So yeah, you're uh, you're number you're number two ninety seven. So I'm almost uh, I'm almost at three hundred uh, episodes. Oh, 300 episodes. Yeah, big milestone. I would like awesome. to be throwing a party about that or something. You know? Yeah, I was, wish I was three hundred. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now that so you, uh, how long have you how long ago did you retire? So I um, my retirement ceremony is coming on five years ago, um, November of 2014. I had my ceremony. I had a lot of vacation and leave and terminal stuff, uh, saved up. So I was, uh, my retirement, cer- or, uh, retirement date was March 1st of 2015. So just about five years ago. Okay. Wow. Awesome. So talk a little bit about what life has been like for you getting out of the Air Force with the regimentation all every day and the deployments. And you've pretty much been an entrepreneur since you got out. Um, you made the transition. You pretty much made that transition into entrepreneurship. And you got a number of different entrepreneurial ventures going on. Talk about what that life's like versus having that job where you got a lot of people working for you and, you know, in deployments and everything else. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Uh, that's a great question, Joe. And for me, uh, I've tell, talked to a lot of people lately this year. It feels like at the beginning of the year that, cause I, I really, you know, thought the transition would be easier. I was like, how hard can it be? I've done all these things growing up. I've worked different jobs and electrical and helped at the hotel a little bit. I've seen, you know, I've worked at cabinet shop while I was in, worked at McDonald's, mm-hmm. um, and did a lot of things in the military, a lot of deployments, a lot of, uh, you know, honor guard and, and extra things. I was like, well, this is just another, you know, I'll just be able to come right out of this environment and go into the next. And, and that's been, it's just been a long learning curve of, uh, you know, knowing exactly, you know, kind of going away from the things I'd done before, uh, had an IT background. So, you know, the, the path, the, the easier path might've been just to maybe be like, you know, start, uh, business, some, something related to, you know, information technology, uh, or work for a company and then slowly kind of learn that as I got out, but I, or work even for the government at first. And I just chose to really go a different direction and, and learn a lot of, a lot of marketing type things related to podcasting and, and, um, online business, you know, use my tech background more for how can I, be location independent because that was always a big deal to me. I really see, saw even then and now the future of things that we're involved with, right? With WeWork, working at WeWork with Bunker Labs and, you know, doing business from anywhere. I just wanted to do whatever it took to create a a long-term lifestyle that kind of was on my own terms more where, especially as I look back in my 20 years and doing a lot of things where we would be able to operate from any world or any, you know, go in another country and, you know, maybe work out of the hotel off of their, uh, infrastructure and, and, you know, have get on virtual teleconferences for people, all different locations. So I already saw how those skills and those things that are became more available in the world. You, you didn't have to, it didn't matter if you're in Tampa you could have a business, you know, be doing business with people in Tampa and be living in San Francisco or, or wherever. So 
I, that was the path I really wanted to set something up. And that's why I like podcasting because, you know, right now I'm in San Francisco and you're in Kansas City area. Yet we might as well be in, you know, we could be talking right here in the same room. Yeah, exactly. So it was it was things like that where I was like, okay, um, I want to create this media company. I don't know how to do it. Um, you know, talked to a lot of people about the networks that they had and kind of everybody does it a little different way. So I just felt like, um, it was worth taking the the leap and, you know, kind of say yes and figure it out. Um, cliche-ish, but like just, you know, be be scared but do it anyway. So I really, it's been kind of a long path to to this, you know, and, and being involved in Bunker Labs is kind of started this year. Has been, you know, we didn't. I, I like to give to have this kind of community because we didn't. I didn't really see much of that when I got out. You know, I got the. I did it at the business organization level and locally, but that was not really a military veteran community. It was more of a civilian community, mm-hmm. which which is still important. But, um, I, it's it's still been you know a lot of struggles and, you know, like am I crazy? And uh, it, to me, uh, trying to do my best of not be twenty four seven because you know kind of you start to adopt some of the habits you had in the military if you're. You know, if I'm on a deployment, it's not, or if you're in the military for 20 years, it's not really, you know, a nine to five job. It's almost 24 seven as much as you'll give it. So, um, you know, that's a probably a long answer to that, but it's been, you know, there's been like some maybe ups and downs and it's not easy, but it's worth it is what I always kind of. Yeah. So sometimes I ask people, do you consider yourself unemployable? What I mean by that is like, could you imagine yourself, you know, taking a regular nine to five job where you've got to be in the office every morning and you know you're accountable to other folks there in the office not at all and that's (laughs) and that's what's crazy to and i there's a a guy um i was just at a conference last weekend a guy named michael o'neill that was the mc at this conference has a a podcast uh the solopreneur hour but he has a t-shirt called and it says i'm unemployable and i remember you know i wore that shirt a couple times uh early on and you know i was even thinking about it i'm like it's kind of crazy because I feel like I could do any job and and I would have no problem really working f- somewhere, but I don't want to. So it's that whole mindset of, you know, just because you can't do something for me, it doesn't mean I should. So at this point, I can't I can't imagine it is, you know, I really like this kind of living it on your own terms and having the chance to make a huge difference and solve problems. And, um, you know, it's. And I think also, uh, I remember seeing where it's like you, you work whatever many hours a week to avoid working for someone else for 40. <laughs> yeah. I so think, I think that I work, yeah, work 80 hours a week to avoid working 40 hours a week. <laughs> but I think that's a little bit what's hard too is I think people, this has been a struggle is because you do work for yourself from anywhere, people think you're just hanging out and like, you know, what, what you do as you know, what I would consider work, other people would be like, just thinking, you know, you're, you're able, you're available or, um, you know, maybe you're, uh, with your family somewhere, um, and, or your friends and you have to get something done and you're, you have to go do something. And, and that little kind of separation of like where, where someone who is an employee maybe is like, okay, after five o'clock and I go home and I'm, I'm done and I can do whatever with you as a business owner it could be like seven thirty at night and you're, you or 10 30 at night and you're still, you know, working on something late at night. But, um, so it kind of never ends. Right. In, oh, in yeah. Way. yeah. 
So, so that's the big difference. Um, I, I think I, I've experienced and seen is, is really trying to have people who don't really understand this world, understand that you know, these things you're doing may be fun, you know, cause I want to do things I enjoy, but in the same sense, it's, you know, you're working and, and, and growing your business. So in relationships. Yeah. So if you're talking to somebody in the military, getting ready to get out, going through a transition now, they're thinking about entrepreneurship, starting their own business. What comes to mind when I ask you, what kind of advice would you have for them? Yeah. So my advice is um, definitely surround yourself around other like-minded people as quickly as you can. Um, it's definitely uh, can be lonely and, and, you can you can get in your own head really quickly, and so definitely don't isolate. Um, I know a lot of people have a struggle a lot, and I kind of look back and and fortunately I was able to kind of get involved in certain communities, and of course Bunker Labs is that now, but communities that helped that transition to another community. Um, but definitely I would tell them just uh, look for people that you want to be like and be uh, maybe they're a few steps ahead of you. Um, talk to them and, and really look what they're doing and, and uh, put yourself around more of those people, I think would be my biggest advice that I can think. Awesome. Hey, if you're in the San Francisco area, make sure you've hunt James down uh, through Bunker Labs if you want. Um, he's hanging out in the WeWork facility there in San Francisco. Like you are, you're, you're in the WeWork facility right now, aren't you? I am. Awesome. Yep, work, working already this morning at WeWork. Okay. And so if there's somebody out there listening to this and they want, and they want to get, uh, get in contact with you, what's the best way for them to hunt you down to talk podcasting or anything else? Absolutely. They can email me. My email is james at militarypodcastnetwork.com. Um, I'm on all social. So um, you know, hit me up on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. I'm not got to do better than Instagram. I don't have much of an Instagram game, but, uh, yeah, pretty much anywhere. Um, Bunker Labs dot or James dot Van Proyen at bunkerlabs.org is another email you, you know, on the Bunker Labs side. Um, bunkerlabs.org is a good website for, for anyone interested in plugging into Bunker Labs uh, in their local area. Absolutely. Um, so only expanding. So. All right. Yeah, we're doing our launch party. Actually, the day after this podcast episode uh, airs, the 19th of November, is when the Kansas City launch party's at. So then we'll have one in Kansas City. Yes, that's awesome. And I love plugging people in to the different areas. Um, I'm really excited to see what happens at your chapter. And, and then, you know, again, back to the community part, that's what has been cool is just the, the, all the things that have come out of having, you know, different people in these cities that we can get to know and plug people in and, and get together every now and then as well in the Bunker Labs community. So it's definitely, it's definitely really a good. And I really look forward to seeing what you guys do in Kansas City. All right, James. Well, hey, man, it was great talking with you again, uh, getting it officially down on tape. So uh, I'm glad we were able to do this. Um, look forward to your future success. And uh, you know, in a couple of years, maybe we'll have you back on the show and uh, check back in. Awesome. Thank you so much, Joe. appreciate you uh, getting to know you recently and your friendship. Thanks, Joe. All right. These two veterans are Oscar Mike. Thank you for listening to Veteran on the Move, your pathfinder to freedom. If you like the show... Leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are always greatly appreciated. So until next time, this veteran is Oscar Mike.